It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday, your team every day. That's what we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on YouTube. If you're not, shame on you. And let's go ahead and change that right now by clicking the subscribe button right down there on YouTube. And if you don't watch the show, that's okay. You can always check us out on all the traditional podcast platforms if they are traditional. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher. You can rate, review, and subscribe there to check out every single episode in the audio-only form of Locked On Panthers and all the other Locked On podcasts out there in the network. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions to participate. Either at me at Julian Council, DM me at Julian Council, or leave a comment on today's show. Or from any of the shows this week, Monday through Thursday, or that week of the Friday mailbag. And I will answer your questions on Friday. If you do it on YouTube, just make sure to put Friday mailbag and your real name there in the comments. And I'll answer your question this upcoming Friday. So we spent a lot of time, the majority of our time, really, talking about the state of the Carolina Panthers quarterback room. Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, they were the two incumbents heading into this offseason. Scott Fitter, the Panthers general manager, talked multiple times saying that the position is open. We need to find somebody to stabilize that, and we will add to that room. They tried to do that by bringing in Deshaun Watson. He did not want to come to Carolina. He didn't want to go to Cleveland until they said, hey, here's a bunch of money, fully guaranteed, no questions asked. We've done our own research. Okay, sure you did, Cleveland, as that HBO thing did not look good, and they don't want to answer any questions about Deshaun. But they got the quarterback situation figured out in Cleveland. There was that one guy who had that jersey with all the quarterback names, and it looked like that Baker Mayfield had finally become the guy. Well, that is no longer the case. Baker Mayfield might become the guy here in Carolina, which was one of the things the Panthers thought they were going to do by trading for him. But money got in the way. 
the Panthers wanted to only play a certain portion. The Browns were only willing to do a certain portion. And the two just could not come to terms on that Friday night of round two of the NFL draft in Vegas, which led the Panthers to trade up to 94th overall in the third round and take Matt Corral to be the quarterback. And that instilled a level of hope in the franchise, in the fan base that we have not had since Cam Newton was healthy and whole here in Carolina, and the team was 6-2. and two. And you could even say going to 2019, before that week three preseason game on the road in New England where he hurt his foot, there was hope back then. And briefly, during that four-game winning streak of Kyle Allen, when people were out here saying he was the franchise, there was a little bit of hope. But since then, there has not been much hope here in Carolina as it pertains to the quarterback position. And in the National Football League, a quarterback-driven league, where if you don't have a quarterback, well, you don't have a chance, and you're also not going to be in primetime, as the Panthers have found out, as they only have one primetime game on Thursday night, Week 10, against the Falcons, when both teams, the league thinks, will stink. And we'll see how it all plays out. So with all that being said, you still have Darnold here. You try to get Baker. You haven't closed the door on Baker. Jonathan Alexander reported on Monday that the Panthers are still interested in Cam. Now there might be certain terms to what they're willing to offer Cam and whether Cam wants to accept those if he's going to come back here to Carolina. And of course they have Matt Corral. They have PJ Walker. They have Davis Cheek, the Elon guy. But like... Do they have a solid, concrete plan here in 2022 at the position? Because the way they pre- presented it so far is, yeah, we have a guy like, like Stephen Toronto, who I've had on the podcast, does some work with the Riot Report. He actually asked Matt Rule this the other day about Davis Cheek, because it's like me, Stephen's an Elon guy, and same with Davis, and just wondered, hey, what can he provide? He's like, well, Davis is not going to get a lot of reps. He's just going to be someone who's got to get him mental reps and do a lot of things through air, and then we'll see where he fits in. Maybe practice squad for him would be great to develop him down the road, but he's not really here to be the long-term answer in Carolina. And we talked to him about that. And he totally understands how things work out here in the national football league. PJ Walker, if they add somebody is even on the roster. If Matt Corral beats him out is even on the roster. If he gets released, I'm sure another team would want to pick him up. So we don't know what his future is, but certainly not going to be QB one here in Carolina this year. And Sam Darnold, as we've seen, has not given us, much reason to believe that over the course of a 17-game season, he can be consistent, take care of the football, add to the deep game, which that's what we really were talking about. With Teddy Bridgewater, oh, he doesn't have the arm strength. Now Sam Darnold, we saw it week one, and we never saw it again. So you look at it, how confident can you really be in this quarterback room right now? If they add Cam, how is that any better than what we had last year? And I love Cam, and I always have to preface this because I don't need these people in my comments or tweeting at me being like, oh, you hate Cam, you're a Cam hater. No, I love Cam, love what he did for this city, love what he did for this organization. I was so excited last year when he came back, even when I told y'all, it's time to move on. And maybe it probably was. The way he played didn't lead you to believe that, oh, yeah, he's still got the same arm strength, still the same guy. Looked great against Washington. Wasn't very good the rest of the way. And there are reasons. Offensive line stonking. It came in late in the season. They fired the OC Joe Brady after the off week on a Sunday, blowing up my day off. And what could you really expect from Cam Newton? And they showed you what they felt about Cam when they put Sam Darnold out there week 17 against the Saints and week 18 against the Bucks on the road. And PJ, 2-0 as a starter, come on, PJ Walker, he's just okay. So as it, if those are the guys again, oh, how does that make the Panthers better? If you're bringing Baker Mayfield, okay, 
maybe he fits in here. There's already a conflict with Robbie Anderson. Do you trade Robbie away if you bring in Baker? And then where does that leave you at wide receiver? Which is somewhat of a concern of mine heading into the season as DJ Moore gets the extension. But outside of him, who can you really trust? Who can you really rely on this upcoming season out wide here in Carolina? I just look at it. Okay, so you have Sam. You're waiting to see whether Ben McAdoo can just put his magic pixie dust, can be that elixir to fix Sam Darnold and to get his feet together and for him to stop doing all the boneheaded things that he's done and to actually do the fundamentals and execute. He always talks about, oh, I'm not executing. That's why I've said, if they want to bring somebody in, bring him in now. Why wait? It just does not feel like they have a plan. It just feels like they're being reactionary. And a lot of times you have to be reactionary. But we've seen this organization, sometimes they're too reactionary to the decisions that they make. Think about J.C. Horn going down and trading for C.J. Henderson. What has that done so far? Oh, yeah, we're projecting to the future. Well, so far, I don't know. I just, I look at it and I'm just wondering, like, do they really have a good plan at quarterback? Because Darnold's not the answer long-term. The Panthers feel that way. I feel that way. You probably feel that way. So why is he still here and having an opportunity to start week one? Matt Corral, he's young. He's learned the offense and all that kind of stuff. And I'm cool with giving him some time. And if 2023, that's what you want to do. But as far as 2022, are we just going to punt on the season? Figuratively, to use a football analogy, I mean, what are we doing? So I just, I sit here just wondering, heading into Memorial Day weekend, do they really have a plan at quarterback? Or are they just going to kind of see how it goes and then maybe react when it might be, well, too late? So just some thoughts there. I also have some thoughts on some other keys on this roster for the Panthers to get over the hump here in 2022. We talk a lot about quarterback, but there's other factors and some of the other key factors I think that can help the Carolina Panthers reach where they want to go, you want them to go, and of course, I want them to go here in the 2022 season. So we'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1, well, because it showed up on my doorstep one time, and if something shows up on your doorstep and it's free and they want you to promote it and talk about it and use it well i'm gonna do it who am i to say let's not do it so what's in this stuff that's what you want to know with one just one delicious skew of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all of those things. And here's the great thing about it. It is friendly for every single lifestyle, no matter what your diet is. If you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you are going to be good, even if you're a hardcore carnivore. If you take this, you can get all of the nutrients that you might not get by just eating steak all the time, and it will help you move throughout your day. And the thing is, it's also affordable. You look at the price, you think, oh, maybe that's that's too much per month. But it's really, if you break it down, just $3 a day, you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew or coffee habit. Come on, guys, switch over to AG1 and also AG1. If you wonder who uses this stuff, well, it's recommended by professional athletes, just trusted by leading health experts all across the world and they have over 7,000 five-star reviews which I'm very jealous about would love to have that many over on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify so I'm gonna make it easy for you go to Athletic Greens right now they're gonna give you one free supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five 
travel packs with your first purchase and these come in the clutch been going to a bunch of weddings the last couple of weekends i am exhausted but this keeps me going all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash nfl network again that's athletic that's a that's athleticgreens.com slash nfl network to take ownership of over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast join the draft dudes kyle krabs and joe marino as they go position by position through the nfl free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 nfl draft if you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, let's take a pause from all the quarterback talk from the Darnold. Will Baker be here? Cam? Home camming part two? Let's take some time away from that. And let's talk about some of the other factors outside of that position, which we know is the most important position in the sport and oftentimes is extremely overvalued. And we might see that this year. If you see how good the offense line is and Chris McCaffrey is, it's like, hmm, Sam Darnold looks better. Yeah, well, because, you know, what's around him is better. And actually, that might be what's elevating him. Like I told y'all a couple years ago, back on his FNZ, everyone's like, oh, my God, Kyle Allen, this guy's amazing. He's so good. Would love for your daughter to bring him home, yada, yada, yada. Dude was a bum, guys. McCaffrey was going through a thousand, thousand season. Happened three times. Three. Trace. Trey. Three times in history. He carried him. The defense was one of the sack leaders in the NFL. Now, they were very bad against the run. But when they went on that winning streak, after Cam went down, won four straight, the defense was all over Jameis and the Bucks there in London. What was it, like five turnovers, like six sacks, something crazy that they had? The defense carried the day. So sometimes the quarterback position gets overvalued, which is why we're going to talk about the biggest factors outside of the quarterback on the Panthers roster here in 2022. And let's talk about health. Health is so key. And we just talk about athletic greens and health is key in every aspect of our life. If we're not healthy, we're not going to be whole. We're not going to be happy. We're not going to have success. And the Panthers aren't going to have success if they're not healthy here in 2022. And it's not just obviously JC Horn who says, man, I'm a a football junkie. I'm watching film all the time. That's all I do is watch football. And I also got to take care of my body. Can't, you know, kind of get blown up, blow up a little bit. I got to say at 200, 205, my playing weight. And also kind of get back as, he kind of feels like a rookie, but he's going to now have to be someone who's going to step up and be that cornerback one. And I think he can do it. And I'm really excited to see J.C. Horn back in a Panthers uniform, hopefully healthy for a full 17-game season here in 2022. It's not just him, but it's Christian McCaffrey. The, the Panthers have talked about it the other day. Christian talked about it. Matt Rule talked about it. We've talked about it. We've got to find a way to limit his carries. And I can't imagine Christian McCaffrey is going to touch the ball as much as he has the last couple of seasons when he's been healthy. they got to find a nice plan. I would still love to see him get 20 touches per game. If that's 15 carries, five receptions, he can do enough damage. He's efficient enough with the football. We don't really talk about efficiency in a running game that much. We think about other sports like basketball. We talk about efficiency all the time. How efficient can Christian McCaffrey be this season? And with health, maybe they can find a way to keep him fresh and continue to make plays throughout the entirety of this upcoming season. The offensive line is one of them as well. The O-line was banged up all last year. Cam Irving missed time. 
John Miller missed time. Pat Elfline missed time. Matt Paradis was out for the season after a couple weeks of the ACL. Everyone was banged up on that O-line. Dennis Daly as well. And it's one of those things where, yeah, they weren't good anyways. But if you're not healthy and you're starting 13 different starting combinations over a 17-game season, what could you reasonably expect? Like the Panthers have those injuries with their frontline guys this year, and then they have to have Cam Irving out there and, and um, have to put in Dennis Daly and have to put in Michael Jordan or Pat Elfline, then, yeah, they're probably going to be really bad on the offensive line once again. And just thing, too, looking at another factor outside of health with the offensive line is, can they live up to the hype? Because a lot of this is just projecting right now. We're, we're having projections on how good this team can be, uh, the O-line that unit can be. Like I love the depth. I bring up those guys. You had Irving who started games for you. You've had Dennis Daly who started games for you. You've had Pat Elfline who started games, Michael Jordan who started games. Those guys are your backups. And that's not to mention Cade Mays, who you just drafted, who's playing tackle, center, and guard all over the offensive line. Oh, yeah, and Deontay Brown, who a lot of y'all were foaming at the mouth wanting to see play at the end of last season. He is someone who could also factor in this upcoming season for the Panthers. So they have solid depth back there as of the second five. And I like that. Now, if they have to start, Panthers are screwed. But if they one of those guys kind of come in, two of those guys kind of come in, you, you feel fine about that offensive line depth. But you don't want that to really happen. But now it's, a, it's the top five guys that really matter, finding that best five. And it's very clear the best five of the Panthers. And I'll go from left to right. It's going to be Iki Iquanu, the rookie at NC State, number six overall pick. Brady Christensen at left guard. Center, Bradley Bozeman. Right guard, Austin Corbett. And, of course, right tackle, stalwart, and most trusted and reliable offensive lineman here the last four or five years in Carolina, Taylor Moten. Can those guys continue to live up to it? Because Moten hasn't been a pro bowler yet. Should be. Really good player. Pro Football Focus, Football Outsiders, all those websites talk highly about him with their efficiency ratings. So he continued to play the way he's played. And then Corbett, you brought him in here. You just won a Super Bowl. You're a veteran. You looked good in Cleveland. You played well in L.A. Now the Rams didn't want – they didn't really have the money to re-sign you. But now you're back here. you got a three-year deal. got to live up to it. So can he do that? Yeah, Bo- Bozeman couldn't come to terms with the Ravens. Started games at guard. Started games at center. Good player. One one national championship back at Alabama. You know Alabama breeds these offensive linemen. All right, let's see it. Like, let's live up to it. Him and his wife have embraced the city. I love everything about I see with their Twitter interactions and asking where the good places to go are. But, hey, man, you're going to play ball. And let's see you play ball. Let's see you live up to that. And I, I, I trust and believe in that. And then Brady Christensen. We talk so much about how much we like Brady. The, the team or the organization talks about how much they like Brady. All right, let's see it, man. Second round, great as a guard. Third round is great as a tackle. All right, you're right there. Basically, the second rounder. You're a third rounder, but not really a second rounder. They're at guard. Let's see it. And it's going to be important because you're going to have to add leadership for someone who hasn't played that many snaps in this league for a rookie left tackle, Nikki Iquano. And Nikki, there is a ton riding on him. And I would say manage your expectations because he is coming into the NFL where he's going to see a bunch of crazy pass rushers like week one, Miles Garrett. I think he's going to be good. But they need to live up because they don't live up to the hype. Then how far can this team go? even if CMC stays, stays healthy and Darnold might play better. And also staying on the offense, going out wide, because you got to build from the trenches. You got, you got the quarterback, you got the running back to talk about, building the trenches. Now let's get outside and look and talk about the special, the skills position players. Finding a consistent number two and three receiver to complement DJ Moore is paramount to the Panthers' success. Yes, they want to run the ball with Dante Foreman. 
and with Chuba and, of course, with Christian McCaffrey, they want to put Christian McCaffrey out wide. But they need to find a way to have consistency at wide receiver. And the quarterback has to be better. Yes, I know that. The quarterback has to play better. But someone's got to be better out other than DJ Moore. And DJ had a lot of drops last year. Cannot happen again. The Panthers cannot be one of the leading teams in drops in the NFL again this season. Like, they didn't play well, but they also didn't help their quarterback in a lot of times. And that's not good. And they also got left to hang out to dry and almost get killed. Hospital balls multiple times last season. But can Robbie step up? He's down in Florida, working out, going to get his body right, be back here, great shape, I'm sure, for mandatory minicamp, maybe not a big deal. The optics don't look great because, hey, you had a terrible season. We saw you in the sideline yelling at Darnold, emotional, talking to the coaches, being upset about what you saw, and then not talking to the media. Now, you did eventually the next day. And then later on, we also have you calling out the fan base and then going on Instagram saying, no thanks to Baker Mayfield, who might be your teammate. And Robbie's entitled to his emotions. And I'm, I'm never going to fault a player for having emotions and caring. Like, I'm not going to call it a sideline tirade because it's, it's his job, man. He puts blood, sweat, and tears, and he's worked so hard. He's working his ass off right now down in Miami to get ready so he can play well. But he has to be better. He has to be what he was in 2020, and he has the capability to do that. I'm someone who's kind of been out on Robbie, and I think the organization is probably a little frustrated with him as well. And if they got a good trade offer, they might have been like, all right, see you. And it's not just Robbie, because right now, you guys got like you got guys like Richard Higgins coming in here who's – Played good football in the National Football League. Not, not necessarily been like a top guy, but he's been a guy who can be complimentary. So guys like Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. like he was in Cleveland. So what can he factor in? But really, I look at last year's second-round pick, Terrace Marshall. Wasn't healthy. The Panthers knew that when they brought him in. Matt Rule said as much when he spoke to the media on Tuesday. You have an opportunity the next couple of weeks before mandatory minicamp to emerge as that number two. And I think the hope is, like if Robbie's done after the season, that when you go into 2023 – that he is that number two receiver, and you feel good about that one, too. And I'll even add in the tight ends. And Ben McAdoo's offense, Ian Thomas, Tommy Trimble, they're going to get opportunities. Can one of them be that safety valve for Sam Darnold and help him out? Can they be what we thought Dan Arnold would have been had he stayed here last season for Sam Darnold there at quarterback? So those are some factors. And one on and one defensively, I guess Horn and his health talents, one defensively is – Got to find someone opposite of Brian Burns to step up. Is it going to be Frankie Luba who's probably going to start? Marquise Haynes, they go out there and find somebody via free agency the next couple of weeks or after cutdowns in September. Is there somebody out there that they're going to get? I, I don't know. That's that's a big factor because it can't just be Brian Burns taking all the heat on the other side and the only one you can depend on. It needs to be other people stepping up. And can Davion Nixon come in after coming off that knee injury and, and playing that three technique in the middle? Can Etor Grossmanos finally show out? I think he is my breakout player going into this upcoming season. Matt Ioannidis, he's had the history of being a really good interior rusher. Can he do that now here in Carolina with his former coach back at Temple? We'll see. So those are some factors that I'm looking at right now in late May as, hey, we know the quarterback's important, but hey, it's also important to be healthy. And the offensive line a little bit to the hype and to find somebody that Darnold or Corral or whoever can throw the ball to other than DJ Moore. And man, get Brian Burns some help. They did a great job last year having Hassan Reddick here. Just thinking to myself, it's just more than the quarterback. There's a lot of things that we also need to see in boxes we got to check to make sure the Panthers can bounce back here in 2022. Now, speaking of Burns, ESPN had a projection of contracts of guys drafted back in 2019 and what they think that they might get for their second contract, but really their first big deal. And the numbers whoo, 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 for Brian Burns are massive. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. Mm -hmm. 
Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We spent a little bit of time talking about Brian Burns and his impending second contract here in Carolina. Will it come this offseason? Was he holding out a couple weeks ago when he was down in Florida dealing with family matter? I don't think that was the case at all. But he's going to get paid eventually. And Scott Bitter has said that they want to prioritize him, get a long-term deal figured out. I talked to you all last week about this, about when is a good time to pay Brian Burns. I had this conversation a couple times, and I just feel like they should go the DJ Moore route. They picked up his fifth-year option like they did with DJ last year. DJ played well again this past season, and they rewarded him with basically a $20 million per year extension. Brian Burns goes out there and plays well again this season. Maybe he becomes a pro bowler again, and the Panthers should obviously give him whatever he wants as he goes into that fifth year where he'll make $16 million part of the fifth-year option. Now, Brad Spielberger does some work with ESPN, also does work over at Pro Football Focus. He looked at 10 of the guys from the top from the 2019 and what they might possibly make in their second contract. And he, of course, looked at Kyler Murray and Brian Burns here in Carolina, who was just an absolute steal. How we got him at 16, I don't know. He wrote, Burns was productive at Florida State and was a favorite of many analysts prior to the 2019 draft, but he fell to number 16 overall because of questions surrounding his size and ability to defend against the run. Through, these, through three seasons, those concerns appear to have some merit, which I would agree as Burns has struggled against the run and as a tackler. However, that is not what gets an edge rusher paid in the National Football League, getting after the quarterback does, and that's where Burns excels. Burns' 107 quarterback pressures over the last two seasons rank 11th among edge rushers. His 83.8 pass rushing grade, according to Pro Football Focus, is 16th, and his 18 sacks are tied for 12th with, with Tampa Bay edge rusher, Shaquille Barrett, who has a lot of money and once was the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Panthers general manager Scott Fitter has made it clear that getting a long-term deal done with Burns is a top priority. He's also said uh, that in general manager of the Carolina Panthers, Scott Fitterer, in a Fitter who he trusts, and people say, well, get Fitty with it. Uh, he's also said that we got to have a backup, and I think that was really a smokescreen heading to the draft. But yeah, Brian Burns, that's the kind of guy that comes in, works hard, great leader, no issues off the field. That's who you want to reward, especially when they perform on the field. So it is an absolute no-brainer that Brian Burns should be a Carolina Panther as long as he wants to be here and, of course, as long as the Panthers want him here. The Panthers should want him here for the very least the next two seasons on his current deal and then five more seasons after that. Really three, but five more seasons after that. 
So the next seven years, I want Brian Burns to be a Carolina Panther wearing number 53, unless, of course, he changes his number. But if he wants to keep wearing 53, which would be great, I want him here in Carolina wearing a bit of black and blue and being one of those key figures here once the Panthers finally get to where we want them to go. And David Tepper makes good on the promise of sustained success. Now we have the five-year plans. So we maybe got to wait two more years for that to happen. Either way, it needs to happen soon. And you're not going to be able to do that without Brian Burns. Now, what's the kind of money? What might the contract look like? Well, according to Brad Spielberger, a pro football focus, doing a cameo over at ESPN, he projects a five-year, $120 million deal. That's $24 million per year. 95 million total guaranteed buddy that is a lot of money and i think brian burns if he goes out there and does it again this year he is deserving of every single penny get your money and the panthers should give him that now that's just the going rate. The cap's going to go back up. We got the new NFL TV deal. We got Amazon trying to get more games, and they're stepping in doing Thursday night football. You have all this money coming in. There was some NFL Plus app talk I saw um, today. There, the NFL is printing money after the pandemic. Now the football's back 100% capacity, the, the vaccine and all that. They're ready to just explode even more. You got games in Germany. You got games in Mexico. You got games in, in London. The NFL is just printing off money more than they ever have before. So that salary cap's going to go up. So you look at that and you might be like, oh, 120 million, 24 million per year. Like, that's a lot. What DJ is getting 20 as a wide receiver. And if you can get an edge rusher at 24, especially someone who's young like Burns, no problem, plays really well, and he can be a two time Pro Bowler. Like, it's 16 this year, which is, I think, actually more uh, guaranteed than what Hassan Reddick is getting in Philadelphia this season. So. That's pretty damn good to get him for not what's well, not this season, but in, in 2023 and his fifth year option, he'll be getting $16 million. Naturally, it's gonna have to go up into the 20s. So I don't think that's a bad deal at all. And as I've talked about, I, I like the way that they're doing it, but the Panthers want to go ahead and wrap that thing up this offseason and not have to worry about potentially getting up that high, then sh they should do it. But Brian Burns in his camp, you ain't got to do it yet. Go out there, ball out, hopefully stay healthy. Fingers crossed, prayers up. And go out there and get your money, boy, because you deserve it. And you need to be here in Carolina as long as possible. So there's a projection of what Brian Burns might make whenever he does get the bag here in Carolina. All right, it's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, guys, make sure to watch every show and subscribe to the show here on YouTube. If you can't watch, it's okay. We are a podcast, so that means we're going to be on all the podcast platforms. So whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher, and all the other ones out there, just make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a single episode of Locked on Panthers. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. So either at me at Julian Council, DM me at Julian Council, or leave a comment on today's show or any of the shows, Monday through Thursday of that week, so I can answer your questions on Friday. If you do it on YouTube, just make sure to say Friday mailbag in your comment and your real name so I can get to that question over on Friday. In the meantime, stay safe, be happy, be whole, and always keep pounding. I will talk to you all on Thursday where Jonathan Alexander from the Charlotte Observer, Carolina Panthers beat reporter who talked about Cam Newton, had the report. Going to get his thoughts on that, what the Panthers might do, a little bit of insights on what their draft strategy might have been. And, of course, we'll talk about OTA. So all that coming up here 
on Thursday's show of Locked On Panthers. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.